Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. Hello everyone again. We have for the third time actually, um, Dr. Amber Wojtenko from California. She's a chiropractor amongst other things. And if you recall, she was one of my launch part partners. So you have already heard um, two of her talks, a condensed one and the longer one. And today she is coming on again to teach us all about adrenal fatigue. And like I had just shared um, with Dr. Amber, is that okay that I call you Dr. Amber? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I just want to make sure. Um, is that I know we've heard the term a ton. I've heard that term a lot, but I don't know that much about it. And I don't think that many people do. Um, so I'm excited okay. to learn, you know, what are the signs and symptoms? What's happening to our bodies on the inside? And, you know, hopefully how we can correct it. Yes. Cool. Great. It, it's so interesting too, Amy. It's so true. Um, so adrenal fatigue is very common. It's not normal, but it's common. And the reason I bring this up is there's two tests that I do immediately for new patients when they come in to see me. And one of them is an orthopedic test and the other one's a neurological test. But point being, they're both tests that I can do right here in the office that will identify if somebody has an adrenal situation. So they're fantastic. And I bring that up because I want to share it right away because one of them, uh, individual can do on their own at home. So when I bring it up, people don't even know, well, what is it that you're testing me on? What are the adrenals? Where are they located? And why is it important? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so it's very, though it's a common problem, it's very misunderstood. And a lot of people don't necessarily know what it is, what symptoms they would even have. Um, and the thing is that I want to point out is the interesting thing is there, there are no medications for the adrenals. So kind of fascinating, right? Because here in the yeah. States, right, we are promoted to right on the symptoms that one has because there's what for it. Right. Mm -hmm. no problem. We need medic. You know, there's a time and place for meds, but the interesting thing about adrenals and why I feel like a lot of people don't know about them is because, you know, they're not really heavily pushed on diagnosing and then doing something for them because unfortunately there's no medication, but the good news is not to panic. Um, mm -hmm. there are things that you can do <laughs> that are natural approaches that handle the problem. Well, so let me talk about those, those two things I do. One of them is a pupillary light test. Very hard to do on yourself because you'd be sitting there trying to figure out if your pupil is um, constricting or dilating. So um, that's hard to do on your, own, on your own self. So that's the neurological test. But there is this test called Raglan's, R-A-G-L-A-N-D-S, Raglan's test. 
So what this is, it's a blood pressure test. And simply you sit for five minutes, 10 minutes relaxing. You take your blood pressure. Most people have blood pressure cuffs in their home. If you don't, you know, you can go to Walgreens or, you know, Rite Aid and sit there for five minutes by the blood pressure cuff machine. Yeah. And you take your blood pressure. And then what you do is you stand up and you take your blood pressure again. So when you take your blood pressure the first time, you write the two numbers, right? Um, the systolic and diastolic. And so the first number that you write down, the top number, is the number that when you stand and you take your blood pressure again, you want that number to go up by 10, 12 points. That means that your adrenals are kicking in. So that's how you do that test. So everyone can do this test on themselves. This is an easy test to do to identify if your adrenals are working properly. If your number stays the same or goes up two points or goes below, you know that your adrenals are fatigued. They're tired. They're not doing their job properly. So now that I've given you the test, let's talk about, well, why does that test even pertain? <laughs> like, yeah. What do the adrenals do, right? <clears throat> right. So the adrenals are literally known as your stress glands. So right. they basically regulate the stress on the body. Fascinating, right? There are two little glands that sit on top of your kidneys. So that being said, remember learning in high school in biology, if a bear came at you, you would go into fight or flight. You would run or try to fight the bear, right? That's called right. fight or flight, right? Right. Someone cuts you off, fight or flight. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you either zoom past them or you do something else. <laughs> yeah. Like words coming out of your mouth, right? <laughs> fight or flight. So <laughs> that being said, um, the adrenals are in control of this. So the unfortunate thing is in life, there are three stressors, which I'll get into because I want to, I want to educate you guys on why these things get exhausted in the first place. But the stressors on the body, when someone's constantly in this fight or flight, what happens is all the blood from your gut goes into your arms and legs. Guess what? Now your gut doesn't have the blood supply to be healthy. So people with adrenal fatigue and adrenal exhaustion will actually have gut issues, gas, bloating, irritability, and they will eventually, if not taken care of quickly enough, it will lead in, unfortunately, to disease process. And that's why, you know, we've heard it. Stress causes what? Disease. Yeah. Right. So the stress glands are what control this. And that's because if you're in fight or flight, all that blood's coming out of the gut into your arms and legs, and then the gut is not healthy. So autoimmune diseases are on the rise. You know, stress sure. causes that. So people run mm -hmm. into having things like diabetes type 2, Crohn's disease, fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, I can go on, right? The, the, the right. list goes on and on and on with autoimmune. Uh, eczema. So uh, the thing is, it's interesting, is the gut is literally your second brain and your gut tells you how you feel. And I want to bring that up because there's a condition. Well, what it is, is it's actually what controls this whole system I'm talking about. And right. there's a situation where one will not be doing well with this system. And it's, it's called HPA. 
the H st stands for hypothalamus, the P stands, HPA, this, the P stands for pituitary, and the A stands for the adrenals. And they all work together basically to create this homeostasis. Right. Okay, so this HPA access, it basically, when this is not doing well, it leads to people having disease. So again, the adrenals being a huge part of that, and that's what our talk is about today, adrenal fatigue, adrenal exhaustion. So let's talk about, if you don't mind, let's go into the two hormones that are important as far as the adrenals go. Sure. One of them is very important because we're talking about everything pelvis, and even though the adrenals are a little bit higher than that region, the thing is, is that the adrenals secrete this hormone called DH. EA. Mm -hmm. This hormone is an estrogenic uh, type hormone or has an estrogenic effect. It's really a steroidal hormone. But when a woman ages and their adrenals are exhausted, they no longer have this estrogen-like reserve over here when their estrogen, you know, falls out the bottom, right? When, they, when they're sure. going through uh, premenopause, perimenopause. Um, so when the menopausal situation occurs, now you have your adrenals to support you. But if you've had adrenal fatigue, now that hormone is not doing its job. So DHEA is an estrogenic effect on the body, has an estrogenic effect. So keeping our libido doing well keeping our mucous membranes doing well. So women will say, oh my gosh, you know, um, during intercourse, I have dryness, I have itchiness, I have tears. A lot of that has to do with their estrogen has dropped out, right? So their adrenals are what's going to help with that. So that's the female side of it. The other side of it, which is still female, but also can, because males have, you know, uh, the adrenals too. But the other side of the DHEA is it's a steroidal hormone. So when you're in pain, right, joint pain, body aches, pain, and as we get older, inflammation and pain increase. So if you don't have this steroidal hormone, you're going to be in a lot of pain. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I just have like a lot of thoughts are popping in my I head. Know. I'm so. sure. <laughs> yeah. So Needless to say, when a woman comes to my clinic and we're going through um, the nutritional consult, we do a very thorough, we call it a metabolic survey. We get blood tests. We do saliva testing. Um, and the reason I bring that up is saliva testing is the gold standard for checking the adrenals. Uh, those tests I just identified at the beginning of it, the Raglan's test that you can do on your own and then the pupillary light test the saliva test is really the gold standard. Okay. So, and it, it's very inexpensive and I can give you the data so we can post it for um, yeah. individuals so that they can look it up it, because it is by far the best way to look to see, do I have adrenal fatigue? And then you know how to supplement because then you know with the two hormones what you're supposed to do and you can you know easily supplement that. So uh, the DHEA, back to that real quick, just so everyone got it. It's an, it has an estrogenic effect and it also has a, it's a steroidal hormone. So it has an effect on how someone feels overall, as far as pain and discomfort. The adrenals have a lot to do with metabolism. Um, it has a lot to do with your overall sleeping patterns, which I'm going to get into that hormone next. Yeah. 
and you probably heard Amy, like people say, I can't sleep. You know, I, and as we get older, they say, oh, I need less sleep. Well, it's because they can't sleep. Right. You know, but this is a common problem. It's not normal, sure. but it's common. I get this a lot. And typically adrenals have to do with that. Right. So if someone comes in with, oh, go ahead. You had a question. Well, I was just going to ask because obviously, you know, it's like a systemic, you know, a systemic thing. Um, you know, I mean, we have to work on the fight or flight and all that stuff. And obviously there's, you know, supplementation and I'm sure lots of nutritional changes and stuff, but I can see how something like acupuncture and Reiki and massage would really help with those things. Cause you're literally calming the system. Exactly. It's all about bringing that stress down on the body. So Reiki, massage, acupuncture, chiropractic, and literally things like walking, swimming, yoga, meditation, huge. Right. Yeah. And again, to bring me back to that, the other hormone is cortisol. So I'll talk about that too. So everyone, because that has to do with your sleep and your metabolism. Um, But the thing is like you're bringing up right now because it's so huge. Like people say, well, doc, how did I get this adrenal fatigue? Yeah. Like why did this happen? And so it comes down to what we're talking about. Physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. And when that all adds up, your adrenals are going to be overworked. Yeah. Going to be exhausted. They're going to be fatigued. (laughs) I went to have a couple of acupuncture um, sessions. Um, I want to say probably about close to two years ago now. And I did the hair follicle test. Yes. And I was really shocked because it was basically unremarkable, except the fact that my cortisol level was extremely high. And the report said that this is, it was something like this is indicative of immense amount of stress for long-term periods of time. And I was like, yeah. That's me. (laughs) Yeah, right. Interesting. Well, and they all add up, you know, like, you know, when you talk about physical stress, right? For us ladies, and obviously that's the discussion is having babies, our cycles, all of that, those, those are physical stresses on our body, right? Yeah. And then you also talk about car accidents, you know, um, sports, repetitive type jobs. Right. But for us ladies, I mean, we clean, we cook, we do laundry. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we do things that are constantly going all the time and they're coming at us in all directions, right? One and thing, there's one thing that I always um, ask, because you know, after a while you get to know your clients, so you know how old their kids are and everything. And um, there's one client that I'll, I'm like, you have to carry your baby on the other side. Like you need to give this side a break. And it's so funny because I can tell when she's been carrying her a lot and when she's not, you know? Yeah. It's fascinating because the body, I mean, and bodies are so amazing. I mean, they really do bounce back, you know, but they need attention. They need care and self care, you know? And so that physical stress is huge. And the adrenals, the, the other thing about the adrenals, and I have to say, because there's the opposite effect too, like where people will go, oh, exercise, great, that reduces my stress. The thing is, is that the adrenals don't know the difference between good and bad stress. Oh, sure. Right? It, they don't know that the difference. Sense. Right. So some people will go, and you meet these individuals, I meet them all the time in my clinic, where they're like, 
you know, they're like, oh, I go to the gym twice a day or I'm working out seven days a week and they're never really giving their body a break. Right. And that's not good either, you know? So right. you can have these extremes. Yeah. Sure. Emotional stress, paying bills, you know, buying a house, selling a house, you know, uh, relationships. <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> everything. Right. 2020. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, and then of course, last but not least is the chemical, the, the physiology, you know, there's 82,000 toxins in our environment. Uh, you know, you've probably read alcohol, um, you know, abuse on medications and drugs all on the rise right now. Right. Right. That's the yeah. Environment. And anyway, so that all affects this, but even like some of my patients coming in besides alcohol, cause I've heard that a lot. Like I've heard a lot of, I started smoking again, or, you know, I've been drinking a lot, a lot more, right. Or even caffeine. Like yeah. I have patients that come in and they're like, I check them for their, cause caffeine, alcohol, even nicotine, any kind of stimulant affects the adrenal glands and it affects the cortisol level. So right. just like emotional stress, so does, you know, chemical stress. Um, the interesting thing, thing about cortisol too, so it totally has to do with your sleep and what do they tell us? You get enough rest, you're a healthy individual, right? That's what yeah. happens, you know? And when you can't sleep, I mean, patients that I've had come in that can't sleep, I mean, talk about mood swings and irritability Sure. and you know, over time they get exhausted. They can't even think straight, you know, and then they're getting diagnosed with all sorts of different conditions, right? Um, I mean, it literally can make you feel neurotic. Um, right. Anyway, there's that. And then there's also the fact that cortisol has a lot to do with our metabolism. And I bring this up for ladies because I know that people struggle and I have in my past with food addiction, like carb loading and wanting sugars and not understanding like, why do I crave this? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and I... I know because when you check the adrenals, if your cortisol levels are out of control, what's happening is your body's metabolism is not metabolizing sugar properly because the adrenals have to do with metabolism of sugar. Sure. Okay. And remember vegetables, fruits, breads, pastas, rices, chips, crackers, and sweets all turn to sugar. Food turns to sugar. That's how we get our energy, right? Right. But when your cortisol levels are off, that's going to cause cravings and you're going to want carbs. You're going to want sugars. So once somebody gets their adrenals in check and functioning properly, they feel so much better because they're sleeping better. They're pooping better just to mention that because now their colon is doing better. You know, they're not in fight or flight. So sure. their, their peristalsis, their, their ability to eliminate is back. Yeah. And then they're not craving crazy amounts of, you know, carbohydrates and sweets, which brings down their inflammation. A lot of people have a lot of pain when they have the adrenal fatigue. Like I brought up the other hormone, right? Sure. Right. So yeah. this is a huge thing. Like people, when you identify this as being an issue, even though Amy, they might have thyroid issues, they might have you know, their estrogen progesterone levels might not be where they should be either. There could be all of that going on too, but it's a system, you know, they all work together. So if you identify those adrenals, you, literally you can change somebody's whole outlook on life. Yeah. Literally. 
That honestly sounds so great. I feel like I definitely need to do that. I need to, I feel, yeah, like I definitely need to do that. I, I wake up crazy early every day, but I do, I mean, if I go to bed at, you know, I mean, I just kind of been making myself go to bed by 930 because I know I'm going to be awake by four. Right. You know, your body just, yeah. And sometimes too, like in holistic wellness, which is what I do. I mean, there's reasons also why people wake up at certain times in the mornings or early hours of the mornings. Like sure. there can be things going on, it, you know, even like when you go to the acupuncturist, they'll tell like you the, all these organs are the medicine functioning. wheel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's, and, and again, just to reiterate, cause I want people <laughs> to feel empowered. You know, you can do the Raglan's test on yourself. Literally you take right. the blood pressure, when you're seated comfortably after five, 10 minutes, you write it down, you stand, you take your blood pressure again. If that top number doesn't go up 10 to 12 points, you know your adrenals are tired and it's something you have to address. So I already talked about the exercise, right? Obviously the adrenals, well, I wanna say this, if you literally have adrenal exhaustion and fatigue, like you've done, a, let's say a saliva test and it's like, look, your adrenals are shot, right? You, it, the test that I do, the, the um, biologist that, the microbiologist that did it, they basically talk about the HPA access. That's why I brought that up. Sure. Because if somebody has that, exercise is great, but if they're like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, hit the gym, you know, six days a week and I'm gonna do mad cardio and, or whatever, weightlifting, you know, whatever they're gonna do, it's really actually about doing it three times a week and maybe choosing something like starting with taking a walk, <laughs> you know, right. Um, starting with, do it. Yes. Starting with like 10 minutes of stretching, even, you know, it really depends on where the patient's at. Sure. Um, but I can't tell you here in my, cause I'm in California here in my area. We were talking about weather earlier. Yeah. Our weather is good. Right. So people right. are all the time out and about exercising. And many of the women that come in with this condition that I do the saliva testing, I do the Raglan's test, I do our metabolic survey and I find out, okay, adrenal fatigue. When you find out their history, they are hitting bar classes, you know, orange theory, they're doing CrossFit, you know, then they're hiking five hours on Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, it's so much on the body. And again, I'm not saying those things are wrong, but if you have the condition, you're going to feel the ill effects of that. So let's talk about that. Cause that was one of the big things we brought up earlier was, well, what do you feel when you have adrenal fatigue? Sure. Yeah, right? definitely. So literally you feel fatigue, you have sleep problems because it has to do with stress. People can have problems with hair loss, um, mind fog. They can't concentrate. They might wake up in the morning and they've had seven and a half hours, eight hours of sleep, but they still feel exhausted. Um, they might not have that problem, but around anywhere from like one to four, they're exhausted, <laughs> you know, and they're like, I need a coffee. A question. Yes. Can children get this? Oh, yeah. For sure. Especially teenage years. That's what I don't see it so much in my <laughs> patients that are like 12 and under. Not that they can't get it, but right. it's typically, you know, when they're hitting that teenage year. Um, yeah, because my daughter's 13 and she says, I'm I'm always tired. I'm tired all the time. 
Right. And I, and I just kind of chalk it up to her body is working really hard doing all this growing and changing. And I guess I never thought about, you know, the adrenals specifically. Right. So one thing to bring that up, since we're talking about like, you know, because extra for, for young girls who are going through um, hormonal change, even, you know what I mean? They're, they're going through their puberty and they are growing and they are going through those changes physiologically besides because you know acupuncture chiropractic is great for that of course but even just exercise which i know you're good with we were just talking about how you know we're trying to get the kids to get active and get out especially right now my gosh with this environment but it's important for them to get out and do their exercise that's very important but also um the nutrition you know like vitamin c yeah. The adrenals have the most concentration at a cellular level of vitamin C. Okay. So you want to support the adrenals. Vitamin C is very important. You know, these days, even 13 years old, because I've heard it all here in the clinic and even with my own children, you know, Starbucks here in California is on every corner or Jamba Juice or some kind of yeah. high sugary type of drink with caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, and. Or, or even like my son, he's like, oh, I, I would like to try one of those Red Bulls or what a monster <laughs> drinks, you know. And the thing is, those are all stimulants which affect their adrenals. Yeah. And you don't really want them. I'm not, you know, I'm just giving examples, but this is what sure. I see come in. You know, I'll have teenage girls come in and they're like, I can't focus. And some of them might be athletic. Some of them might be more bookworms, <clears throat> but they're having the same symptoms. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, that's very important is I look at what are they doing? You know, what, what are you, what, you know, when you go out and you're riding your bikes and you're going out and about, where are you going? Like, what are you drinking and eating? You know, <laughs> on a Starbucks. And it, you know, <laughs> right. And we all go, I mean, even when, like we were talking about growing up in the eighties, I mean, back then it was like, you'd hit the Seven Eleven for any, you know, whatever we were eating and drinking, it was yeah. the same thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Chips and you know whatever. I remember Hostess cupcakes. I mean, mellow yellow. <laughs> yes, like everything you know. And so I know it's a thing <laughs> during that age. <laughs> so For sure. you know, as much as you can help them with that, that's important. Um, I also, you know, I, I mean, obviously, I'm a doctor of chiropractic, so I'm huge on acupuncture, chiropractic, massage, you know, things like that that can calm individuals down, whether they're teenagers, they're in their midlife, you know, they're going through menopause or, you know, they're past menopause. I have a lot of women come in, you know, with these symptoms and they're past menopause. Sure. So, um, it's very important to address and look at, uh, I, I had this great thought. I'm trying to think of what I was going to say, cause you brought it up girls, kiddos. Oh goodness. We talked about the diet. Oh, I was talking about vitamin C what else? Oh, I think this is important to mention caffeine. When you're young, these hormones, because they all work together, right. For growth right. and getting them through puberty and past the caffeine and sugars really can cause problems neurologically and with growth. Just to throw yeah. that out there. I won't get too deep in that because that's not what we're talking about. But right. when we're talking about adrenal support, you know, really helping the kids with their 
I mean, obviously I just said cortisol level is what controls how you utilize your sugars and produce your sugars, which is how you create the energy you need at a cellular level for cellular replication. I mean, the whole, like you said, it's so systemic, you know, I mean, it, it all has to do with each other, but those are very important things to address. The other thing that I want to talk about, and I, this relates so much, I'm sure you've had individuals on the show that talk about on your podcast that talk about like, um, anxiety, you know, yeah. panic attacks, heart irregularities because of women's hormones, you know, sure. The adrenals because of fight or flight, Amy, have so much to do with that. Yeah. It, you're, when you're in fight or flight, talk about it because it's your adrenaline, your norepinephrine, like you're, you're fired up, you know, and that yeah. can lead if you're constantly like that into these panic attacks. And I bring this up because many young people, since we were bringing up 13, you know, 13 to 18, even my college students, the stress level that they have. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And yes, and with the environment now too, it, they, they're coming in. This is what I've seen in the last six, seven months is they can't breathe. They're having heart irregularities. They're having panic attacks. They've been to the emergency room, but nothing's wrong with their heart. Right. So I bring that up because it's so important, you know, addressing the a situation like their adrenals, how are they functioning? You know what I mean? How can we help them so that they're not in fight or flight constantly? Yeah, right. So um, again, I look at nutrition, I look to chiropractic, you know, upper cervical adjustments like your neck have to do with your sleep. They have to, it has to do with your central nervous system, which is your hypothalamus pituitary, right? Um, which I brought that up, your central nervous system. And then it also, uh, getting your low back adjusted, which I was discussing before on your podcast, you know, that has to do with your reproductive organs, right? Uh, right above the lumbar is your thoracic, like your lower thoracic, and that controls the adrenal glands. But when you get those areas adjusted, the neck, low back and thoracic, you're, you're literally bringing back function. Right. So, but again, yoga, stretching, swimming, walking, even walking on a treadmill or, or even, um, stationary bike, right? Like yeah. something light, um, supplements. So I brought up, I brought up vitamin C. Um, another thing, because we're talking about a gland right. and I brought it up last time in the podcast, cause we were talking about glandulars. It kind of went off. I know I went off onto thyroid. I get all excited and start talking about all sorts of things. But it's but, really um, important though. They're, they're all really important things to touch on at least, you know? Yes. So the, um, the, the glandular, so this means these are supplements, they're food, they're, uh, we're talking about vegetables and animal product, but when you have adrenal fatigue or adrenal exhaustion, you can take these glandulars and they're fantastic for helping the body at a cellular level address those glands. Um, there was great studies in 2010 on glandulars and how they helped and, and holistic practitioners, we've been using them forever, you know, so. So is it like a capsule? They're, they're actually not capsules. They're literally tablets that they, you know, basically make it easy to, to digest. Okay. And it's like Whole Foods. So some of the companies that I like, just to throw some names out there, Standard Process is great. Um, and then there's another one called Apex Energetics that I'm a huge fan. 
Okay. Um, they're out here in California Apex. I think standard process, if I'm correct, they're out of Utah, but they could be Colorado. I forget. Um, I've never actually been to their original location, but the thing of it is these companies are safe. You know, that's important because they're, it's food. Okay. You know? So is it so, something that you just kind of take to get yourself through crisis? It's not something you have to take forever. So typically if somebody has adrenal fatigue and they're having signs of it for 90 days, you can take a glandular and maybe other things depending on what's going on. Sure. And you can get a change and that'll get you through that. Somebody that's had the problem for a really long time, they might be looking at another protocol and regimen. Yeah. Okay. You know, a longer process. Yeah. Is it, is this something that, I mean, can you really just, well, it sounds like you can just take your adrenals and then they stop working. Is there any way to like bring them back? <laughs> yeah. So good question. So even in the most dire situations here in my clinic that I've seen, I've had people have the ability when they've done the protocol, right? Right. If I say, okay, look, this is how many you need to take. We got to look at your food. We got to look at your exercise. And when they do that regimen, I've seen them lessen their symptoms. Sure. Start sleeping better, you know, start pooping better, start having more energy, less panic attacks, whatever they're, you know what I mean? Whatever they're saying, less brain fog, clarity, you know, better metabolism. You know, some people even lose inches in weight, you know, if that's their situation. Sure. The thing of it is, is it's, I, you know, they definitely have a result, but again, right. It's identifying the situation and, you know, not wasting time or money and getting the right protocols to get the right effect and results. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm so big on that, you know, right. And, you know, I know even with what you talk about, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of moving parts and you have to find for yourself, what your body likes, what you like, you know, what works. And again, you know, when you talk about like, well, through crisis or how does this work? If somebody's had the problem so long, they might have this regimen because it helps their body. You know, they're, right. they're not getting it from their food or their environment or whatever's going on in their sure. life, right? So they have to change it to make it better. Right. And yeah. that can mean it's a change forever. Like someone stops smoking. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, right. yeah. So when, when you have a situation where it's been there a really long time, a lot of times they've got to like actually handle the whole environment. And you know, cause you, you help people, you have such an amazing ability to help people in your field. And you know, like some people, because they're in, we're talking about the stress glands, they're just high strung people they are not going to be able to like go six months without getting your therapies and your protocols because they'll, they'll crumble. Right. You know? Yeah. And it, you know, cause people say that like, Oh, once you start massage or chiropractic or acupuncture, you always have to go, you know, they hear that from people. It's not really that it's that it helps them get through this thing called life. Right. Well, it's and, like, it's, and it's, it's not even like now you, then you always have to go. It's like, then you get to go. Exactly. <laughs> and then I out. also tell people, because people ask me, you know, pretty often, like, well, how often do you recommend that I come in? And I, you know, this is like after one visit 
you know, and I right. generally say, well, I don't know because I don't know your body. I said maintenance generally once a month, but what is your goal? I mean, do you want this frozen shoulder to like not be frozen? Then you have to come in more than once a month. <laughs> you know, I have a lady, I see her for one hour every other month and she has a frozen shoulder and she doesn't want to come more often. I'm like, you got to do That's something else besides me, you know? Right. Um, but then I hear really a lot is I don't want to do chiropractic care because then they're going to tell me that I have to come three times a week and you know, I I can only purchase packages. I can't pay per visit. And I just always tell them, well, who's the boss of your life? If you don't want to go three times a week, then you tell them, no, I'm only going to come once a week, you know, like. I mean, they're, they're, they're sharing their protocol with you for a reason, but if you don't want to follow that, that's your choice that like you can say no. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. People don't really even think that they can do that, you know, right. but the they thing get is stuck on the protocol. You're right. Yeah. They are. Right. Well, and you know, just like you run into, of course, there's, there's ways to help people quicker Yeah, and there's ways to help people in a different path. You know what I mean? And it, right. it's, it's a path and it's your path because it's your health. So yeah. when you're talking to an individual, you know, just like yourself, I say the same thing. I'm like, this is what I recommend, but that doesn't yeah. mean that that's going to fit your lifestyle. Yeah. Right? It just doesn't. And yeah. it's so true. And there's, there's really something for everyone. You know what I mean? There really is in our fields. I'm, I think once people get to know their bodies better and they know what they need and want, it becomes a better, it becomes an easier conversation for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times I have heard so many times I, you know, somebody came to me for a massage for their first massage ever in their 40, you know, why did it take me so long? I wish I would have done this, you know, 20 years ago or even longer, you know, 60 years old. I mean, it's just, and it's really not, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You have someone give you a full body massage once a month and it, but it gives you that hour to really calm. Yeah. To calm your central nervous system, to calm that amygdala, yeah. it's like always set off, you know, and to just chill yeah. for a while, you know, even if so it is. Important. I was yeah, going to ask so you cool. this. <laughs> um, I was talking to another friend of mine who's a massage therapist, Ayurvedic practitioner, acupuncturist, and I was sharing with her my concern that I have adrenal fatigue, and but I really like sitting in the sauna. I like meditating in the sauna, and she said, you know, you may not want to do that, or if you do that, set it much lower, like 100 or maybe just 110, because I mean, I jack it up to like 140, you know, yeah. <laughs> and she said, you probably don't want to do that if you think you have adrenal fatigue. So what are like what so, are your thoughts on that? I'm gonna yeah, ask on the physical stress in the body is you know more. In that. Yeah, well, being that she besides knowing Chinese medicine, she obviously has studied you know the medicine of India. You know what I mean? So they have they have a lot of knowledge on the type of body and physiology we have because I've done I I don't practice that, but I've gone to those types of practitioners and you know, there's a thing, and even in Chinese medicine with hot and cold, right? Sure. The thing is that I will tell you, and I, this is super random, but I happen to know a lot about going into saunas and detoxifying. Yeah. So 
my thing is if you 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 could lower it to put less stress on your adrenal glands agreed i'd have to agree with that the thing of it is though you can also do it for shorter periods of time and when you get out just make sure you're doing a cool shower like you're you're balancing that okay the other thing is it's really important to balance it that has to do with the adrenal glands like if you're like okay i'm trying to find that happy medium yeah. is making sure you're intaking a ton of minerals okay because when you go in the sauna and you're sweating and meditating and when you get into that zone you are detoxifying but you're also getting rid of minerals sure so you got to make sure that you replenish and you'll feel so much better and then that'll that'll cause less stress on the adrenal glands yeah that makes sense so that you know so you can kind of play with it amy sure. i i think going in the sauna happens to be one of the most fantastic ways to dig deep at a cellular level to get rid of stuff and yeah. i don't just mean toxins i mean even other things emotions and you know yeah. I mean, saunas are great so well yeah i i will just just because i like being real with my audience like i i can i can cry in the sauna yeah. Because no one's going to see me and because everything else is leaking anyway. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I mean, it is. it's, it's a huge, it's a place for me to just really emotionally like let it out. Yeah. So, so to help you, like if you end up identifying, okay, well, you know, cause you've had, you know, you went to the acupuncturist who told you about the cortisol level. So, you know, as individuals, when we're looking at our levels of adrenals, you know, just play with the temperature and making sure you cool down you know, because that has to do with your stress on your body and then making sure. sure that you replenish with minerals, because I think that that's a really big, I think that, and this sounds weird, but also making sure, which has to, well, it doesn't really sound weird because it has to do with what we're talking about is making sure that you're taking enough calcium magnesium. Okay. Because the other thing is, and I won't, you know, I don't have to get too detailed, but you know, and I don't know if you experience it, but you don't want to get into a lot of dehydration and muscle cramping and all of that, because then that affects you both vascularly and neurologically, you know what I mean? Which right. again is stress on the body. So those are just yeah. some examples from, you know, calcium, magne magnesium, taking minerals, cooling your body down and you can play with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you know, I gave you the test on the Raglan's test. You know, if you do end up doing like a saliva testing and you find out, okay, I have adrenal fatigue or exhaustion, whatever it is, you know, you start supplementing and still doing your process, you know, of going in the sauna, meditation, massage, acupuncture, what you're doing, you know, it could be a really good thing to change how one feels, you know, I mean, again, remember, because listeners, you know, when you're thinking, well, what, again, tell me what are the symptoms of adrenal fatigue, you know, it's, you know, having that, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're super tired, or your sleep is completely off. Um, you know, you're having a hard time functioning with thought process, mind fog, uh, digestive issues, metabolism, which can, could be, it could be weight, but it could be more of food cravings and what's happening with your body that way. And remember that the metabolism part of the adrenals have to do with how you're utilizing sugars. Um, what else did I want to say about? It? I think that's pretty. That's oh, and then the afternoon lull. You know, yeah, that's a huge one. And, and a lot.
lot of times you eat a meal at lunch and then all of a sudden people feel fatigued. That's actually, if they have adrenal problems, it could have a lot to do with the adrenals. So if you fix that, you won't have that, you know, dip. Oh, so the afternoon getting tired after lunch is not because you right. ate. It's because, you, yeah. Well, it's, it's because you ate, it's the metabolism. But if you're not able to utilize those sugars properly, right? Uh, sure. Because the adrenals aren't doing their job but also many other things might not be doing their job, but that particular, if you have the condition, you can address that. You know, I really like, and they, a lot of the nutritional companies have that because another thing is too, you want to make sure you're doing enough B vitamins with adrenals. So glandulars, vitamin C, B vitamins. Um, you know how they'll have like those natural B vitamin, you can put it in water. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them don't have sugar. They taste good, but they're not sugary type drinks. Sure. Um, those are great because B vitamins, when you do B vitamin complex, it's like a boost of energy. So those are better than going to caffeine or, you right. know, people will crave sugar after they eat too, because they want that jump up. <laughs> yeah. So that those drinks are great. I remember uh, going to some continuing ed and it was um, called East meets West as far as, you know, for a massage. And one of the things they talked about was nutrition and how it, it is customary in so many places to have something sweet after you eat, but something sweet traditionally was like a piece of fruit or a sweet potato, not like, you know, a cream cheese pie or right, you know, right. ice cream where it's like, it's so, it's not, it's like way over the top sweet and artificial and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. And I, I, I remember learning in nutrition too that, I mean, cause obviously there's a place for like, if you're eating vegetables and proteins, you know, you need those fruits, you know what I mean? You need right. them, you need them for many reasons. So, and it, it can help with the cravings for sure. One of the tricks I always, when I'm helping with autoimmune, cause you want it to be like a low glycemic, like low sugar way of eating, so grapes and berries are lower on the glycemic factor. So I tell people, even if, you know, if you're the typical person that at, after dinner, you have to have a sweet or after lunch, eat berries, you know, eat grapes, because those are a better choice, you know, right. than going, you know, and I, I, I think everything in moderation. I mean, that's really sure. how I look at it holistically. Yeah. Like people will yeah. be like, I really like dark chocolate. I'm like, well, as long as you're not eating the whole dark chocolate bar, that you know, <laughs> yeah. doesn't, you know, in one setting, who cares, you know? And so it's really that balance. That's what you have to find, you know? And right. that's, I, I have to say, just because we're talking about adrenal fatigue, that's really what it's about with adrenal fatigue, because you're looking at chemical stress, emotional stress, and physical stress. Like those are the three things with adrenal fatigue, you got to knock down and you got to figure out, okay, how do I do that? Like, what are the things I'm doing in my own life that I could maybe not do as much or do more of to balance that stress level. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Really good <laughs> stuff. No, I'm just, I mean, I, I just, every, as you're speaking, I'm thinking like, yeah, I remember when that happened. Yep. I remember when that happened. Like it's so my life. <laughs> so yeah, I think I should, I think I should probably get some, get a test or something. Oh, you're frozen. Dr. Amber's frozen. We'll just sit here for a little while and see if she. There you are. 
Okay. Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Now I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It probably was, it, it's probably me. Sometimes my internet in here. Anyway, you can hear well, me now. We'll cut so it out. Where were you going? I was just saying that it's really interesting because as you're speaking, I can pinpoint times in my life where like that happened. Like, you know, yes, I was always tired in the afternoon or I wasn't sleeping well or, you know, I'll, I can just identify a lot with, you know, much of what you're saying. Me too. Yeah, no, in my life too. I mean, one of the biggest things that happened to me and why I even dove deep into this situation of me having balancing hormones as my niche. When yeah. I, just to be real with everyone, when I was in chiropractic school, I was in the middle of my boards and my mom was diagnosed with lung cancer. And I, my mom and I'm very, very close to my mom. Um, and I wasn't going to miss a chemo session. Like it was not going to happen. And so it was just such high stress. I, I sometimes look back and go, wow, like, <laughs> you know, how did I get through that? The interesting thing was it was probably about a six month period in my life. And during that stressful time, and this is such a, I'm so glad we're bringing this up because this is so important with adrenal fatigue and exhaustion. Yeah. When you're going through the actual, if it's trauma, you know what I mean? Or it's something like this where it's a health issue of a loved one or you lose someone or, you know, whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. During the time, typically the individual can get through it and handle it. The body's amazing. It'll just do it. What happens is, is the aftermath, right? That's when you get that adrenal crash. Yeah. Because people will come in and they're like, I don't know what's going on with me. I can't breathe. I have headaches. I can't sleep. You know, everything's fine. And I'll sit there and go, okay, well, what's going on in your life right now? And they'll tell me, and typically everything's okay. Right at that moment. It's what happened three months ago or a year ago. They'll tell me, you know, I had a patient come in and it was like one thing after another in our family for like nine months, you know, and this is now four months, five months later, but all these symptoms and it's like adrenal crash, adrenal fatigue, right? Cause you're coping, you know, you're coping through those times. And then all of a sudden, you know, your body starts to be able to relax and get back to sleeping and eating normally or whatever was going, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden right. your adrenals are just like, yeah, yeah. So that's what happened to me. You know, I was like fine during that time. And then all of a sudden, all these health issues and things started popping up because, you know, you don't take care of yourself during those stressful times. Yeah. So, and I had major adrenal fatigue. It's a crazy story of all that I went through and, and came out the other end <laughs> with knowledge and knowingness on, okay, this is what you do, you know? So I guess my advice is if you're going through very stressful times, make sure you're getting as much as you can, you're getting enough sleep. You know, you're doing your vitamins and minerals. You're, you are doing some form of exercise that's not hard on your body, whether it's taking walks or meditation or, you know, going for a light run, you know, whatever yeah. it is for an individual. Yeah. Earlier in the summer, I just started, cause I get up so darn early and uh, yeah. obviously in the summer it's light early. So I'd wake up, you know, right away at five o'clock, I'd throw on some clothes and my sneakers and I just went for a walk and it was just, it wasn't crazy fast paced. I wasn't trying to jog. I just went for a nice brisk walk. 
probably only 20, 25 minutes. And in a month I was down 14 pounds and that's all oh, that's that I did. I didn't yeah. do anything. Now I right. probably, I probably gained at least half that back, but, um, the well, fact that's is so like, it was you... just that little bit really helped right. a lot. Yeah. I think we can tend to be extremists, you know, like I, the whole moderation, <laughs> you know, we like want to go all out and I get it. I get commitment. I get motivation. I get change. And you know, that does take effort. Sometimes though, I, what, what, how do we say, like, I feel like the effort needed can be misleading as far as these types of things, you know, I mean, somebody getting out and daily doing a walk really can change their outlook on life. I mean, there's studies, there's university, right. California state university studies that show a 30 minute walk can change your outlook for up to two hours yeah. and your metabolism. I mean, it's huge. Right. And people go a walk and you're like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're walking, but you know, I mean, there was, I said a lot of mantras, you know, obviously you can listen to whatever you want to listen to. Hopefully you're choosing to listen to something positive and uplifting. Right. I mean, you can go with a friend. You know, one thing that I found is that I would always walk past this house that looks like it's abandoned, but still has, you know, pretty good structure. And I would just like, think about what I would do to that house if it was mine, <laughs> you know, that. and, um, and I would, and I, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't that far. It wasn't that long. Sometimes it was only 15 minutes. Sometimes it was 25, 30, it depended on if I had my coffee already. Cause yeah, short walk. But, yes. um, yeah, it was, it was just nice. And it was time for just me. And of course now, um, I'm in central Wisconsin, so it's dark longer. And then it just doesn't, I mean, I can still make yeah, it work. Yeah. It's just the traffic is easier than too, you know? Yes. No, I totally understand it. it I, I get it. it. It's such a, you know, where we live in our environment does have a lot to do with our abilities on how we can, you know, balance those things out for sure. Agreed. Well, and you know, in this, in the Midwest, you know, that we have huge numbers, um, you know, of Parkinson's of, um, fibromyalgia of um, MS, you know, in this, in this area. And I can't help but think that a lot of that boils down to, you know, our energy and like, we don't get the sunlight. So our energy is low and even taking our, you know, vitamin D, I take vitamin D, the kids take vitamin D, but um, you know, I mean, being, it's, it can be depressing. Like even just this weekend, like for a day and a half straight, it just rained and it was gray. So, you know, I mean, just even the sunshine perks up yeah, your so much, but we just don't get that as much here. Right. Sure. sure. I know, you know, even reading studies and things over the years, I mean, they talk a lot about how environment is so important, you know, and what, what's happening with weather. I mean, even comes down to even industry, you know what I mean? Like areas that have, you know, certain toxins and certain things of that nature and even professions, you know, even for people who travel, like a lot of my flight attendants that I treat, um, there's a lot that goes along with that pilots, you know, they have really, um, higher rates of cancer and it has to do with the amount of radiation and even different toxins and elements that they're exposed to. So you're right. You know, it, you have to know where you are and what you need to do to help your body. 
right you know with stan yeah for sure that's a good point yeah <laughs> well is there anything else that you would kind of like to leave us with any any wise last word? well one thing i just want to mention because i i mentioned standard process and apex energetics i feel like you can get those online pretty easily Mm -hmm. I know some people are nervous about it because they don't know where they're coming from. Um, you know, because you can package things a lot these days and there's fear of that. You can't just call up those companies, unfortunately, and order directly from them unless you have, you know, certain like, like a practitioner has given you like, Hey, when you call, do this, do that so that you can get the product. But that being said, for me, if you, if anyone listening needs help with that, we also can order and ship it to you. You know, we can make that affordable. Um, I guess I would also want to say, really, um, I want you guys to feel empowered with doing that Raglan's test, the saliva test. Um, Amy, I can get you that data so you can plug in those, you know, that information. Yeah, because sure. yeah, that's important. The show notes. Right. And then that way, you know, if people want to get the saliva test, they can go to a practitioner and say, Hey, I want this in whatever companies they use. One thing I want to mention about the saliva testing, it's typically not standard with health insurance because it's considered prevention. So insurance companies don't typically cover a saliva test, um, but they make them affordable, you know, and you don't have to get them all the time. You know what I mean? If you got right. a full panel, because saliva testing gold standard is also for hormones. So for us ladies, you know, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and the adrenal hormones, DHEA and cortisol, you know, you can get that whole package. Um, I want to say it runs like, I don't know, 285 to 320, but you can just get that. And then you have that. And then you don't need to keep getting that, you know, right. um, you know, doing it every few years, if you were doing the regimens of what you found, you know, you could keep that pretty solid. I know hormones fluctuate, but you could keep that pretty, sure, pretty even. Um, so I'll give you that data. And then of course, you know, we talked a lot about obviously seek out massage therapy, acupuncture, you know, chiropractic, Reiki. Um, and then um, I, I do offer here, I'm, I know I'm in California, but I offer the um, telehealth. You know, if you guys want a nutritional consultation, we are completely set up with forms, getting them emailed or faxed, whatever's easiest. We can mail them to you. Once you fill those out, I do a consultation for 30 minutes for $49. Um, then I can help suggest things that you can either purchase in your hometown, or if you want the, the companies and products that we have to offer here, we can help you with that too. So there is that offer just to throw it out there. Yeah. Um, and I can be contacted at info at boytankowellness.com. And I'll give that to Amy. Um, that's the best way to contact us through email if you have personal questions, but you can call us too. We're Boytanko Wellness in Tustin, California. So I'm sure you'll give them my phone number. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. Yeah. All that stuff will definitely be in the show notes. And also too, um, for anybody who is in my Facebook group or you follow me on Facebook, um, I do put the audiograms so you get like a little, you know, 30 to 90 second clip of the interview. So cool. And then, yeah. And then for us at Boytanko Wellness, for our Facebook followers, Instagram, we'll be posting this podcast and, um, 
yeah, it'll be great because then you guys can follow Amy's podcast, which is awesome. Lots of good data. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's been a lot of fun. I'm learning so much. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. I, I appreciate you so much. Um, I know this takes a lot of time and you're great at doing this and I love who you've had on and the conversations are great. So thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> thank you. And yeah, yeah, thanks for definitely um, giving us all this amazing information that we can hopefully use to improve our health and our lives. Awesome. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll see you soon. Okay. See you soon, Amy. Bye. Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a pelvis wellness warrior.